Yeah, well, thanks, Howard. Thanks. Uh, uh, I appreciate that. But I'm, I'm, I'm excited about Atypical. I'm excited about performing in Chicago Saturday uh, at the Vic Theater. But By I, the I way, Michael is in a Bachelor Fantasy League, and he's in last place. Oh. Yeah. No. Well, Howard, you didn't do too well with your pick either. I certainly did not. It is t- <laughs> it's tough to handicap that. The only guy I know who's actually been consistent is uh, Jimmy Kimmel. He's picked pretty much every year. Well, the way he cries. Kimble, Kimble. Same on that. Howard, I, I, I missed what you guys said about the uh, the Bachelor, but I mean, at, at a certain point, uh, somebody needs to intervene because number one, the Katie Holmes looking girl, the young cute girl, the twenty three year old who looks like a baby Katie Holmes. Yeah. I, I mean, she wrote the guy a love letter with like bedazzled stuff. She seems like a child. She, she seems is totally uncomfortable. I mean, She's too I know. young. And when he put her down on the bed, yeah, she's too young. She doesn't seem like into it. When he put her down on the bed in the bachelor suite, she crossed her legs like, don't touch me. Uh, it, it makes it made me uncomfortable. Number one, the kooky girl from Virginia with the with the dark hair who like whines and she goes into like a little like a little daddy. Uh, right, like, now, how ill is she? But like, but how hot is she? That's the problem. I, I, there's. I don't find her hot. I find her like she seems like a total wackadoo. Yeah, but she's super okay. hot. That's why I, the guy's into her. Yeah, well, okay, cool. And then, How many and times then, in your life have you met a girl who's way hot and you know she's fucked up, but you got to, you know, you, you got to try. You got to dip your wick. I well, not even dip I'm your wick. You got to try to make it work because you, you want it to work. Yeah, it's never going to work. Yeah, I mean, I but dated. Wanted to. I dated a girl in college who was so hot, your head would have spun, and I broke up with her. Believe it or not, uh, and my friends couldn't believe it. But I, and I tried so hard. She was great in bed. She looked. She was a model, an actual model who actually worked professionally. Mm-hmm. And I had to dump her because she was completely whacked out. And I couldn't believe an ugly me was dumping this super hot chick. You probably still hung in there too long, right? Uh, oh. Absolutely, because I don't want anybody else having her. <laughs> it's the first time in my life guys are yeah, actually I, jealous. I, maybe it's just because I'm older and I see I see what he's in for. But when she dips her head and she's like, "I don't know what to do," and like he didn't even meet the mom and the dad. Like she she couldn't hold it together for the for the family meeting. She's that crazy. That girl is as hot as like an Emily Ratajkowski, but <laughs> but and she's got the body. Oh, not even close. Come on, she's got no, the body. No, 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 no. Oh. She got a nice. Yeah, she got a nice dumper. I like. She got a nice butt, but uh, I I don't think she. I just there's something about her that I find her totally unattractive, and I, she seems well because she's so odd. And this guy. No, and and the guy keeps like he keeps going into her web. She's like a black widow. He's going to regret if he pulls picks her. And then the Christian, who's like, oh, I'm so Christian and I'm so pure. You've been lying the whole entire time. Like the Christian girl, like the, she's, she's, she's bad news also. She's been lying. Uh, yeah, but how about uh, this guy? Know, He's, he, he fucked two of them. And, uh. Well, now you are giving things away. Who cares? I do. Who cares? If you didn't watch, no, you know what? Get over here, Robin. <laughs> I have to go get up for this show, Michael. I don't get to sleep in like you. You, uh, you. Well, you you need a spoiler. You, you what? Come over here and get your spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Michael, I got to go anyway. I got a doctor appointment. Nothing serious. It's just right, my... Well, what, you got a podiatrist? No, annual physical. That? It seems like that annual physical comes up every two months. Yeah, well, they know with me, I don't understand what annual means. <laughs> I think that means every two months. Michael, I got to go. Goodbye. All right, good luck. Later. Thanks. He's right. Anyway, uh, time for a Robin song. Yet another one came in about you smelling your I own vagina. I think you guys are doing these. These no. have not just come in. People love writing songs about you smelling your own vagina. I don't believe that this is audience members. No, it is. Here we go. Cunt lips, cunt lips. Robin smells her cunt lips. Cunt lips, cunt lips. Sniffs her own cunt in the morning. Robin sniffs her cunt lips so in the evening she can fuck. Let's get it on. Cunt lips, cunt lips. All right. Robin smells I was sent in by Dr. DeCanto. <laughs> Good Lord. Um, Robin, uh, that one was really over the top. I didn't like it. 
That was a, a parody of Fish Heads, right? Yes. Fish Heads. Who does what is Fish, fish Heads? I believe it was Barnes and Barnes. Barnes and Barnes. Yeah, it, it was like a novelty song. Oh. I, I'm not sure. It was Billy Moomy, one of the Barnes and Barnes guys. Something like that. Yeah, the guy from Lost in Space. Yeah. That makes sense. I don't know. I just remember the song, and it was pretty awful. And the Robin song was more awful. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Chris Matthews, the... The guy on MSNBC. The TV personality on MSNBC. People are calling for him to resign or be fired. Really? After he compared Bernie Sanders' victory in the Nevada caucuses to the 1940 Nazi invasion of France. Really? Here's um, <laughs> What's the word that? Well, you know what his he, statement. He talks so fast. How would anyone know what? Yeah, he's how did they catch that? One thirteen. All right, let me hear this. I'll I'll evaluate whether or not he should be fired. Because <laughs> I watch MSNBC. Well, you have to evaluate the apo- the apology too. So okay. first, the statement. He got more than a majority. More than a majority of that sixty-seven percent. That is the name of the game. It is pretty much over unless that changes. I was reading last night, Brian. I know you're a history guy too. I'm reading last night about the fall of France in the summer of 1940, and the general Renault calls up Churchill and says. It's over. And Charles said, how can it be? you got the greatest army in Europe. How can it be over? He said, it's over. So I had that suppressed feeling. I can't be as wild as Carville, but he is damn smart. And I think he's damn right on this one. Well. That's hmm. weird. That doesn't seem like that big an infraction to me. No, and it wasn't really a good analogy because the fall of France, the French wouldn't fight back. And also the fall of France is, uh, you know, this was a free election. It wasn't an election. Right. So it's just, you know what? The guy's trying to fill 10 hours. He seems like he's on every minute and he talks super fast and he's trying to be witty. And I'm going to, I'll give him a pass on that one. Well, let's see how he did as an apologist. I hope he did it fast. Here's my apology. <laughs> Before getting into the night's news, I want to say something quite important and personal. As I watched the one-sided results of Saturday's Democratic caucus in Nevada, I reached for an historical analogy and used a bad one. I was wrong to refer to an event from the last days, or actually the first days of World War II. Senator Sanders, I'm sorry for comparing anything from that tragic era in which so many suffered, especially the Jewish people, to an electoral result in which you were the well-deserved winner. This is going to be a hard-fought, heated campaign of ideas. In the days and weeks and months ahead, I will strive to do a better job myself of elevating the political yeah, discussion. Yeah, keep your job. Congratulations, by the way, to you, Senator Sanders, and to you. Guys, ad libbing, he's doing his thing. Not, it wasn't. It wasn't that bad right. a comparison. Yeah, get over that one. Uh, it didn't make much sense. Yeah, believe me, nobody even followed it. But there were some people who were so offended they were calling for his dismissal or his yeah. uh, resignation. I know. Fred told me this morning he called in. And, uh, <laughs> he was very upset. Fred's the only one who got it. Yeah, Fred gets everything. A very bright guy. <laughs> Pete Davidson. He gave an extensive interview to, I think, Esquire magazine. I don't know. And he talked about the women that he's been dating and what's been going on in his life and his relationship to Saturday Night Live. And uh, he sort of indicated that he doesn't know if he should still be on the show. He says, I guess I'll be there as long as Lauren Michaels likes me. But he says, they're always goofing on me. I like that attitude. He says they goof on me in the opening monologue. They goof on me on uh, the weekend update. And he says, I'm not sure. You know, it's like they, I'm on their team and they're shooting at me. Wow. So he's he's a little sensitive about those jokes. You should leave. That show's getting in the way of all his fucking. <laughs> like, seriously, that kid's on a roll. He actually says that, you know, he's not the wild man you know, going through Hollywood that everybody thinks he is, that he feels that, you know, he's like a really, he loves love and he falls in love easily. He's having the life we imagine Brad Pitt is having. I don't know. He doesn't seem to be all that excited about it. 
I don't know, but he's very charming, evidently. I'd love for him to seduce you because I'd love to know his secrets. I mean, he has had, an inc- if he stopped now, he has had an incredible array of Hollywood beauties. Yeah, but um, Brad Pitt didn't have to get famous to do it. No, that's true. Well, so. look, but you know, I mean, he had Kate Beckinsale. I mean, oh my God, is she beautiful. And he does have wonderful things to say about all of them. And uh, he was with Kaya Gerber and... Ariana Grande. Ariana Grande. Ariana Grande. Or AG, as we refer to her. Ariana Grande. Where's that drop? Where's that? There you go. Ali Ali Goxen Free. Ali Grande. What's that? Ali Ali Grande. Oh, Ali Ali Grande. Ali Grande. Let me see. I got her on the phone here. Hold on. Can you say Ariana Grande, Tan Mom? Ali Ali Grande. What is that? Ali Ali Grande. Ali Ali Grande. Is that for real? You can't say it. No. Ali Ali Grande. Ali Grande. Well, say it again. Ali Ali Grande. You uh, hear us, right? Ali <laughs> Grande. Ariana. Oriana. Ariana. Oriana. Grande. Grande. Right, put Oriana it to- Grande. What is that? Oriana Grande. There Ali you go. Grande. I think you just said Allah Akbar, which is like... <laughs> Ali Ali Grande. You're going against this country, and they're going to come over there. Oriola... No, Oriola... Or- what? <laughs> Ali Ali Grande. <laughs> Aurora Borealis. <laughs> Can you say that? Jiminy Cricket. Or Aurora Borealis. I bear holes. Say it again. Aurora Borealis. Aurora Borealis. Well, that was good. Grande. So now say Ariana Grande. Ariana Grande. Ariana Grande. Did that bear work holes. or no? Orange Ana Grande. <laughs> Orange Ali Grande, you silly head. <laughs> Ariola Grande. Jana Hill. Ari, Ari Alababa. Ali Ali Grande. Oh, Mr. Stern. All right, Tan Mom. Huge. By the way, Tan Mom has a new song coming out. I'm going to play oh. you the whole package. Uh, we have a whole thing. We were in the studio with her. It's an amazing new song. Uh, I'll be... You mean, um, what's his name didn't produce this one? Oh, he did. Oh, okay. Yeah. What's his name was there? <laughs> Who's your producer? Adam Barda. Hi, Adam Barda. Ariana Grande. Ali Ali Grande. Ali Grande. Say it one more time. Ari Ala Grande. Ari Ala Grande. Yes or no? Ali Ali Grande. No. Ariana Grande. All right. Do it again. Ariana Grande. Ariana Grande. Wow. Wow. Ariana awesome. Grande. I should. I already took a couple of times, but I got it. All right, Tamma. Where are you, Florida? Yeah. Imagine how dark her skin must be. How tan are you now? <laughs> What's that? She's probably oh. running around like her bikini on right. the beach. How and... tan are you right now? I'm mediocre. I'm all right. Um, I have to send a picture to Shuley. Please then, do. Um, what do I do? I decorate. No, I said, please do. do. I said, <laughs> she probably looks like the color of beef jerky because she's Ooh. living in Florida, you know? Oh, Mr. All the time. Sure, no. Are you the no, color I'm of beef jerky? <laughs> <laughs> have you been racially profiled? Imagine she gets Not pulled over. Right. All right. Hey, listen, I got to go because I got I to get out of here, but... Um, we're, we're gonna. We'll call you back. Your doctor appointment. Yeah, I got an appointment. All right, later. I love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. 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 She's always like halfway near the microphone, the telephone. You can barely <laughs> hear her. She's in Florida. Like, like bad enough. She was tanning when she was in Jersey, and she got brown enough. She her skin is so dark to look like a black woman, right? 
She does, and she's not even ten. She's like mahogany mom, right? Yeah. Yeah. Should we call her beef jerky mom from now on? <laughs> uh, you were saying, Robin. All right. Everybody's super sensitive these days. We understand that. Yeah, Fred so especially. what do you do right. if you're a university professor and you're reading an historical document that contains the N-word? Oh, my God. I would jump out a window. <laughs> Wouldn't you quit? Yeah, I would just jump out the window. I don't know window. what to do. I would just say, listen, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know what to do. <laughs> well, I'd say N-word, N-word. You wouldn't read the historical document what, and lose, as is. And lose my tenured professional job? Well, wouldn't you think that in an academic setting... No. You could be talking about... No, you can never say the N-word. Never. What it was like in history. Your head will explode. In the back, in in the past. What about Tom Sawyer? How people expressed themselves. What about Tom Sawyer? Would what about read? Tom Sawyer? Doesn't he say the N-word? Yes, he does. Would you say that in the class to the kids? See, I think Tom Sawyer is a great book, and I Make would have please. them read it as it is. Now, if you're old dirty bastard, you could say it all day. Nigga, please. Nigga, please. That's Nigga, the answer. please. So you got to bring an old dirty bastard? You got to bring an please. old dirty bastard. <laughs> the University of Oklahoma is investigating another incident of a professor using a racial slur in class in the classroom now this was not a racial slur right he was reading a document he didn't call somebody a name right Nigga, so uh uo interim president joseph uh haraz released a statement yesterday uh characterizing the history professor's use of the n-word while reading an historical document university officials have not identified the professor who used the slur i think his name is um professor sal governale <laughs> <laughs> the university has investigated two incidents this month involving professors using racial slurs in the classroom it is Black History Month. So they're uh, probably talking about black history. Sure. With Professor, visiting Professor Mel Gibson. <laughs> uh, People got to stop this nonsense. There you go, Tomorrow, Chris Wilding will search for high pitch Eric's what, Robin? His penis. Penis. Hi, Daddy. See, it's gotten lost. It's gotten lost in his fat, and uh, he hasn't seen it in a while. So Chris has volunteered to help him find it. Yeah, he's going to push it out of him. He's going to do whatever it takes. Hello, hello. (laughs) That's that set over there. We have it all set up for tomorrow. Yeah, you know, at first I thought, what in the world? That looks kind of romantic. What are they setting up? And then I realized it's uh, for Chris and High Pitch Eric. I think the couch is burnable. Like you can just get rid of it. Like combustible, it. yeah, to just go up and smoke. You just get rid of it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, you were saying, Robin. Simon Cowell. Now I guess this works. He is announcing that he has a book deal with Hatchet Children's uh, Group for kids' books. It's going to be a series. What does he know? Well, he had a son now. Oh, so now he's an expert? Of course. That's what all celebrities do. They have children, and then all of a sudden, they can write children's books. Who would buy that? You know already it's bad. I I really, I I don't know what to say here, but if people buy this, actually, if people buy this, I know the world is doomed. Isn't he writing it with his son? Probably. Yeah. Something cute like that. Yeah. Like, I, I need to hear from those two. Kyle and his How come he can't just sit son? home and enjoy his kid? Why do I have to No, fucking... the son has to have a job. I see. He's got to get him ready for show business. They're working on Wish Fits, a Dude. series of seven Dude books ass. that follow magical and unusual creatures, including pig sheep, combo, the fuck peep, wants a... Get out and, of here with that. Uh, chimpanzee poodle cross chimpanzee. What's the name of it? Chimpanzee. Chimpanpoo. Chimpanpoo. How about how I fucked your married mother? <laughs> how about that book? I'll read that. Hey, hey, Simon. No one's gonna buy your fucking book, you asshole. Oh yes, they are, Howard. I'm better than you. I'm writing for children. 
Yeah, so how are you better than me? Well, I've written lots of books. Do you want to hear some of the titles? Yeah, See Jack Fuck My Wife. Oh, well, it's pretty close, but how about this? Oh, the places you'll cuck. Oh, the places you'll what? Cuck. Horton hears a husband in the driveway. All right, I've had it with you. I'll read an excerpt. Go ahead. See stupid, ugly Howard leave. See sexy Simon climb through the window. See sexy Simon enter Beth. Oh, you animal. (laughs) What an animal. What are you going to do with this guy? He never Uh, learns his lesson. Well, who's teaching him a lesson? Everything's working out for him. That's true. Things are going pretty well for him. So when you're telling yourself that karma takes care of things, realize it doesn't. Karma's uh, slacking off on the job. Yeah, karma would have been Howard leaves AGT. Uh, Simon comes in and nobody watches anymore. That's right. No, everybody keeps watching. <laughs> <laughs> no fucking karma. And there's more AGT. Right. You know, they just used to do it every summer. Now they've got another series going on with the uh, past champions and so forth. Yeah. So it just starts it spreading. End. Spreads. Like a fungus. Yeah. Well, at least Howie's got a job. Howie's a good dude. I like Howie. Howie's everywhere. Howie, yeah. Listen, who thought Howie Mandel would survive America's Got Talent? I worked there. They were they're always plotting to get rid of the judges. Turns out they only get rid of the girls. Yeah. And speaking of that. Turns out America's got too much talent. <laughs> keeps that well, show going. Talent is coming from all over the world now. I see. Is that how it works? Yeah, because uh, in Australia, again, there's some um, performer who's on AGT right now who's Australian. So he was constantly on TV in Australia because he's making it to the finals of this new version of america's got talent hmm there's a guy on the phone here says he's a contestant you're on there now hey i'm uh going to be on uh, in, in the next coming weeks and i just hoping you give me some advice what do you do well you know they make you sign something that says you can't disclose that you being the biggest media outlet in the entire world it might be wrong with oh you say. i didn't know that you have to sign something but so how can he advise you well you gotta have a really good like sobby story well, I got the sobby story down. I'm not terribly worried about that. I just, when you're there, there's got to be some, uh, like, who's really important to, to stroke? Who's the right person to talk to? You know what? I swear to you, and I'm telling the truth about America's Got Talent because I was there four years. The judges really do make the decisions. Like, the producers will meet with you and go, what are you thinking? And, you know, what, where's your head at? They don't try to steer you? Uh, they do. They like they'll say to you, "Hey, I think this person's." Good. I'll even ask them, I'll go, "Who do you think is good?" I, I'll go, and then I'll. But I'll say, "No, nah, I don't agree with you." And they do listen. Like if you're a judge, I'm telling you, I with at least the four years I was there, I basically decided based on talent. I never fell for the sobby story, honestly, because a lot of them are fucked up. A lot of those contestants, man, I mean, they should be, like, locked up because I don't even know how they're walking this earth. They, they, they've had such horrible lives. seems a lot of these people so, have horrible lives. So it doesn't matter to schmooze with anybody ahead of time. Really, when it's in front of the judges, it's in front of the judges. That's- no, the, I'm telling you. like, Do they keep you locked down? You don't interact with the contestants, do you? No, nah, not much. I have a few times, like, where I'll go back and I see them, like, rehearsing and stuff, and I'll go, hey, good luck. You know, I always say it to everyone, but... But they're busy. It's not like you're sitting around schmoozing on the at the lunch table. You know, be good. No, you don't. You don't really schmooze, and uh, you don't have much contact with them. You know, you, your your story should be like, listen, I I just lost my wife. Simon fucked her. <laughs> How funny would that be? Are you a comedian? <laughs> well, like you could go on there and say, you know what? My entire village was wiped out by the coronavirus and it wouldn't affect me as a judge. I'd be like, you know, hey, I feel bad for the guy, but <laughs> Yeah, it's gotta be about the talent. You want to talk to Simon Cowell? He has advice for you. <laughs> yeah, I would love that. That'd be great. Yeah, I mean you might as well. You're gonna have to go in front of him, not me. I'm retired. Simon, well, Simon go ahead. I won't interfere. Speak to this guy. Thank you, Howard. Seriously though, are you married? I am married. That's probably my first downfall. Is your wife hot? Yes. Can I fuck her? Well, I don't. James, think I do it. He'll he'll put you through to the next right? round. 
It'll Jane. really raise your chances. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, uh, Simon. Oh, that was good advice. Yeah, you should let Simon fuck your wife, and then you'll win. Yeah. I don't think anybody <laughs> lets Simon fuck his wife. I think that he just chooses. He picks them, I think. Yeah, that lucky girl got his sperm. She won that lottery. She got won that, that lottery. brass ring. Yeah. Well, you know what, I, Howard, Howard, I appreciate it. I'm, uh, yeah, I, I can't give you much advice if I don't know what your talent is or what your story is. So other than well, I can tell you that it is a fair contest. What? Yeah. You understand that I'm not allowed to say once yeah. you sign the papers. Right. Do but, whatever uh, you want. I, you know what, I really would have liked to uh, uh, know which is what you told me. It's really about the judges. So it before is. that, it's not about anything else. So I, I appreciate everything that you do for all of you guys. That all right, James, thank you. you. I'm not a judge Bye. anymore. You don't have to suck my dick. <laughs> I mean, I, I got to say, it was really on the up and up. There was no shenanigans. But then the audience starts voting, right? Yeah, they're idiots. <laughs> Sometimes I'd be like, the fucking audience is so stupid because they fall for the sobby stories. Yeah, I forgot about that aspect. Yeah, at some point, the, it's no longer the judge's decision. And then we act all self-important. We're like, we brought you this excellent talent. And now, you, America. We have to sit here and watch you fuck it up. Yeah, go fuck it up. <laughs> Get another dog uh, act. <laughs> yeah. Back to Robin and the new. Guess where Harvey Weinstein woke up this morning? Prison. He ain't going to do well there. No. He woke up in a hospital. Oh. But that doesn't mean he doesn't still have a new title, Howard. And what's that? Prisoner. Rapist. Right. Shame. And he can never get rid of it. Shame. Did you understand the sentencing? Like, like there's all kind of rape. Like, like it was Well, weird. that's the thing. The charges are all over the place. Right. Some of them have to do with being a serial rapist. Was he convicted of being a serial rapist? No, that's what they couldn't pin down. The jury seemed not to believe the women who they heard from who were not part of the case. I see. So that was, you know, because the jury had sent out a message that they were sort of a hung jury on certain parts, uh, you know, certain of the charges, but they were really clear on two. You know you're you know you're like a really big scumbag when you're convicted of rape and that wasn't your worst charge. Like there was something worse than rape. That's right. Guess what? It's your yeah. lucky day. Yeah, you're only a rapist. <laughs> How's he going to do in prison? Well, they did it was really funny because you know he's he keeps walking out of that courtroom or into the courtroom with that walker and he keeps getting shorter and shorter right. like you can hardly see him you know he's walking in there with his phalanx of lawyers and it's like where's harvey oh harvey's the guy bent over that tennis ball walker yeah so yeah he after the verdict started to complain of chest pain mm -hmm. and back pain and so they took him to the hospital so he uh you know they were headed to rikers but then they um changed their route and went to the hospital after just to get him checked out uh boy that guy had it all i mean i used to see him around man first of all gorgeous wife you know beautiful children great career Hobnobbing with everyone. But he just had that fucking sickness, man. And like, like it's weird shit, too. Like, he, he would be like, I'm just going to go down on you. Right. Like, yeah, like, like you what? can't not consent to that. right? Yeah, right. Come on. It's, it's <laughs> to please you, for God's sake. I don't get anything out of it. Yeah. Weinstein was convicted of committing a criminal sex act in the first degree against a production assistant named Miriam Haley back in uh, 2007 and during an incident that happened at his apartment. He was also found guilty of rape in the third degree following an incident involving actress Jessica Mann inside of a Manhattan hotel room in 2013. His sentencing is scheduled for March 11th. And on the top charge, he was convicted under Weinstein faces up to 25 years in prison. Ugh. So that's a long time. Well, being an old man in prison ain't easy. But look no. at Cosby. 
I mean, how, what's going on? Well, with maybe they should be roommates Boy, now. Maybe they could go. They would the probably enjoy place. that. But uh, Weinstein is also facing charges in L.A., so he still has another trial to go through. Right, it's almost like the Golden Globes, the Academy Awards. You go from trial to trial, and then that's right. It's trial season for yeah. Harvey. You should just get up and say, I was acquitted on two charges, and it was an honor just to be nominated. <laughs> and now I'll be going home. Oh, my uh, God. To my fellow nominees. Cosby put out a message of support for Harvey Weinstein. Did you see that? For real. Oh, geez. Yeah, and you're like, you know, hey, dude, Well, I don't need messages of support from you. Cosby's, you know, one of those guys who's never going to say he did do. anything wrong. Right. Here's a legal analyst, Danny uh, Cavallos, who gives us some in-depth descriptions as to why Harvey was convicted of two of the three crimes he was accused of. One fifteen. The jury believed the government. This guy's good, by the way. I watch him. He's on in the morning on MSNBC. Yeah. Yeah. He seems to know a lot. He should. He's a lawyer. The jury believed the government met its burden as to the two assault crimes, that's Jessica Mann and Mimi Haley, and it didn't think the government met its burden as to Annabella Sciorra because they had to believe Annabella Sciorra's testimony in order to find guilty on the predatory sexual assault. He's good, that guy. Like, he got a good voice, mm -hmm. really gets out the legalese easily. In a way, you can understand it. It doesn't bog you down. Oh, here's a note. He's a super fan of our show. Oh, how nice. And he's on the wrap-up show a lot, Danny Savalos. Oh, I did not know that. Oh, good. Good thing I said something nice about him. Yeah, if you were going to bash him, that would have been terrible. <clears throat> yeah, well, I watch him in the morning. He comes on, he explains legal stuff, which seems like a good gig if you're a lawyer. The yeah. better gig is to be a doctor and to explain the medical stuff. Yeah, that's fun, too. <laughs> Opera singer Placido Domingo. You might remember that uh, er, sometime last year he was accused of making uh, a number of women uncomfortable. Hmm. What did he do? When he was backstage uh, at the Opera House. Ba, 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 boy. He started singing Baba Booey, and they got uncomfortable? What did he do, actually? <laughs> actually, he was sort of coming on to the women, I guess, mm -hmm. uh, being a little too familiar and making them feel like uh, it wasn't a safe space. <laughs> and so he's had a lot of time to think about it because he's been sitting at home. Yeah. Uh, the organizations that he was working with have uh, launched uh, internal investigations, and a lot of opera houses decided to cancel appearances with him until that investigation is complete. He is now saying that uh, he's sorry about making women feel uncomfortable. But just to introduce you to Placido, here's some of his beautiful opera, one four. All right. Beautiful. That's not it. What a voice. What number? <laughs> one four? One five. One five. <laughs> Ouch. Shut up. I'm uncomfortable. Finally, opera is interesting. This dude is making people uncomfortable. You don't go to the opera, do you? I do sometimes. Oh, wow. How do you handle that? I don't even understand how that's music. <laughs> I think I could do that. Oh, that's uh, tough to do. No, I mean, make women uncomfortable. Oh, oh. <laughs> he I don't think I can sing. Analyze the accusations since they first emerged in August and has grown up with the experience, even though it was wow. not his intention ever to make anybody uh, feel that way. He recognizes that it could have happened. And uh, a representative of Domingo didn't return an email seeking a comment. The Spanish singer dropped out of a performance at the Metropolitan Opera in New York in November following the accusations of sexual misconduct leveled by several women 
in the classical music world. What's that language? Italian? That could be Italian. Better not be English. It's not English. Right. Mm-hmm. Remember in Pretty Woman when she's crying at the opera <laughs> with Richard Gere? Right. And I'm like, ugh. I'm not bringing Julia Roberts to the opera. I'm keeping her in that hotel room, let her take a bath. You once called me about something. I think it was like a snow day or something. And yeah. you were calling to say you had made a mistake by not leaving Long Island earlier than you had. Mm-hmm. And then you got stuck. Right. And then you noticed some music in the background and you said, what is that you're listening to? I said, oh, that's some opera. You I hung like, up on Ugh. you. Yeah, I hung right and up on you. You did. It. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I really don't like it. I don't get it. Call me a bore. What well, do I know? you just weren't introduced to it early enough in life. Although it be good. I might write an opera about Placida Domingo backstage <laughs> harassing women. Like, you know, show me your titties <laughs> and please don't call us the cops. Get the fuck away from me, you asshole. Shut your mouth and sit on my face. <laughs> my penis is hard. And I don't have a girl. When I was a young man, I learned that no means yes. And now I'm getting into trouble. Uh-oh, I see a beautiful woman. I'll approach her. I can do things for your career. Like a Charlie Rose, I want you to watch me take a shower, even though I'm a big fat fuck. Robin, don't be such a prude. I want you to watch me jerk off. Robin, climb up on the table and shit on the glass table. I'm a weirdo. What? I said, who are you? I'm trying to write you into this, this mess. But these actions. Let me eat you out on your period. Lick my taint. (laughs) What an opera. All right, enough of that. I don't know if you heard this, but Dwayne Wade, who is a big (laughs) basketball player in Miami. Isn't he the guy married to Gabrielle Union? Yes. Yeah, okay, I know him. And uh, he just, I guess, it was just announced that his 12-year-old daughter has come out as transgender. And there's a lot of backlash on social media, including 50 Cent uh, making a joke about her. Really? Yeah. Doesn't sound right. The rapper posted an R. Kelly meme joking about Wade's daughter that also has received backlash. Coming to her defense is Cardi B. Good. Here's Cardi defending Dwayne Wade's transgender daughter after people said she's too young to begin transitioning. 117. Oh, please. You know at five what you are. I knew I was into girls at five years old. I go to kindergarten and tell my mo- my mother I, I saw a girl I want to marry. Right. You know who you're crushing on. Yeah, you know. Come on. Stop with the archaic thinking. I would love to have a transgender kid. It's very in right now. Right, Robin? Oh. I would be. The only thing you want your child to be is. Happy. Binary. Binary. <laughs> uh, what am I playing? 117. This is Cardi B. Cardi B. B. If you are born thinking that you are a a girl in a boy's body, how old do you have to be to keep knowing that you that that's who you that you are? Yeah. Plus, if you start the hormones early, then you get a good uh, transition. Yeah. I see I, that one I watched with Zendaya on that show. Uh huh. She's got like a very feminine look because she started early. I like her look. And the one on Supergirl, she looks like a woman. 
exactly like a woman because they start young, right? Yeah, but just think, if Bruce Jenner had started young, we wouldn't have had that decathlete. Yeah, but, but he'd be gorgeous. <laughs> and, uh, oh, yeah, Hunter, her name is, I follow her on Instagram. The transgender. You and your Instagram. I follow Hunter. What the fuck is her name again? Hunter Schaefer. The other day she was wearing a mini skirt. I was kind of fascinated. I like transgender. Fred just came out as they for some reason. <laughs> that's who you are. That's that's your identity. Right. She says she's talked to people and she knows about uh when they became aware that they were right. transgender, one eighteen. And they said, I always, I always felt like I was a girl. I always felt like I was a girl. Like I was born like this. People are born like that. Like the Lady Gaga song, I was born this way. I like her. I do too. I like her explaining. I, I like her outspokenness, her yeah. strong stance. She was on her show, you know. I do know that. You remember that? She was pregnant then. Yeah, she was pregnant. She was a real good guest. She, she should was come a back. Softer. Come back in, baby. We'd love to see you. Come here and teach me about transgender. <laughs> Howard needs a lesson. I need a lesson in transgender. <laughs> Come on, baby. baby. Now, you're going to be surprised <laughs> at this, but Bernie Sanders has the best chance of beating President Trump in November's election. Really? That's according what? to a new national poll by Morning Consult. It shows 33% of Democrats think the Vermont senator is the top option to go against Trump. Wow. Former mm. New York City Mayor Michael Bloomberg was second. Yeah, that's who while, I think would be the best. While former VP Joe Biden came in third. The survey was done after Sanders uh, blew away the competition in the Nevada caucuses. So we'll have to see what happens after this next debate. I think the debate is tonight. Fred's waiting for a Tom Steyer to catch fire. He's supposed He's gonna, to really yeah. try hard tonight, Fred. He's Fred, who are you for? for you. Who do you think would be the best person to take on President I, Trump? If you asked me a couple of months ago, I would have said Biden. Right now, I do not know. Fred does not know. That's shocking. Fred knows everything. Except this. Today on our show, Obama endorsed Trump. So I think that's going to help him. <laughs> going to help who? Trump. <laughs> I uh, I really think Bloomberg would be the best president. I can't even believe this guy wants to be president. He was such a good mayor. It, nobody even, everybody in New York loved him. He was awesome. In fact, when he announced that he was willing to be the president, I was like, fuck. Aren't we lucky? Yeah. I was kind of honored. But they keep going back and finding things he said or did uh, at different points in his life. Well, and, and now they're clapping back at Bernie because it's been revealed that Bernie was a pro-Castro guy. Yeah. He, he was against America going uh, against Castro. And let me tell you something. I got Cuban relatives. They don't want to hear about Castro was a good guy. He was a motherfucker. He enslaved his people. And, uh, they, and that's what Bernie wants to bring to us. Uh, <laughs> it's a kind of socialism. Well, let me tell you, <laughs> Castro, forget about it. That was one prick fuck. And I admit that the United States was running roughshod over Cuba and all that. But they, the Cuban people didn't want that nonsense. And they still don't. They're still enslaved. And anybody who escaped out of there will tell you so. They were they were escaping on boats where they would die in the water rather than live in Cuba. So uh, lucky they were allowed in. Yeah, uh, you, you can't be a you know. You back Fidel Castro? Come on. In fact, he said he hated JFK. Really? Because of the way he was talking about Cuba and the Cuban Revolution. JFK was great. That guy gave us hope. All of us, except Fred. <laughs> there was no hope. All right, Robin, anything else? Yeah, the president uh, chimed in today on uh, the Harvey Weinstein conviction. Really? I thought he'd steer clear of this, but he spoke. What Did he? Well. All right. I think that from the standpoint of... What if he pardons him? <laughs> Imagine pardons Harvey. I think that from the standpoint of women, I think it was a great thing. It was a... Uh, it was a great victory. 
he uh, he was a person I didn't like, never liked. I knew him a little bit, not very well. I knew him because he was in New York. Uh, not a, not a person that I like. I will say the the people that liked him were the Democrats. Uh, <laughs> what Michelle is Obama loved him. Loved him. Hillary Clinton loved him. And he uh, gave tremendous money to the Democrats. And I guess my question... Donald ought to lay low. Didn't he say he likes to grab women by the pussies? And I think there's some woman accusing him of rape right now. Yes. I don't know what her story is. I don't know. Any, there's something about a department store. I mean, you know, lay low with that shit. And then he's making it political. I'm sure many Republicans liked him, too. I mean, his movies, anyway. Is, will the Democrats be asking for that money back? Hmm. What? I don't know. I kind of cut it off. It was like... I think he means give it back. Because oh. they got money from Harvey. Oh, I see. Yeah, they're giving it back. <laughs> they just... Where do you mail it gonna... to? Well, they're going to give it back in cigarettes because it's more... It's, <laughs> yeah, he can use that, he can currency, use that in currency in prison. Wherever he's going. The other good news for the president, the village people aren't going to keep President Trump from playing their music. The group took to Facebook after receiving requests from fans demanding that they ban Trump from using their songs at Trump events. What is President Trump uh, playing at? Macho event? Man has been used. Oh, Macho Man. Yeah. <laughs> really? How dare you? Well, there you go. And uh, they've uh, actually uh, heard YMCA at Trump rally. So uh, Trump knows they're all gay. Those guys, right? Or I don't some know of what are. Trump knows. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> or the rally people know. I think the song "Macho Man" is about you know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's about guys fucking. <laughs> it's about play the sound, Fred. Yeah, it's about that. I mean, I don't know for sure, but all right. Isn't Donald in India right now? Yes, he is. Yes. And that's he held a press conference. Oh, and made that statement. About he also Harvey. is wrapping up that visit, and he, as he, I said, held a solo press conference, and he made the argument that the virus, the coronavirus that everybody's so worried about, is under control in our country despite over 50 confirmed cases 119 all right melania and i have been awed by the majesty of india and the exceptional kindness and generosity of the indian people what what what's That's that right. got to do with the coronavirus you know what it does <laughs> yeah that coronavirus got me all freaked out i'm starting to get caught up in it i, I know i wasn't really thinking about it a lot one thing about Donald, he's germ-phobic, so he's got to be on that, right? If he's in India, it must be okay there. Yeah, it must be fine. He wouldn't <laughs> go there if it wasn't. Joe Biden is holding a narrow advantage over the Democratic presidential opponents in South Carolina. That's his hope. He ho hopes to start making a showing in South Carolina before... Uh, everybody declares his race over. A new ABC Marist poll shows the former vice president has 27 percent support in the Palmetto state, right on the heels of Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders at 23 percent. At one time, Biden held a lead, but that has been um, eked away by uh, Bernie. Meanwhile, uh Amy Klobuchar is still trying to make a case that she would be the best candidate to go against Trump and she'd be a great president. She has released her medical reports written by her physician in Minneapolis, and they say she's in good health. Yeah. Biden, uh, he's got to stop with the gaffes. Yesterday at a rally, he he said he was a candidate for the United States Senate. <laughs> you know, all right, listen, anybody can slip up. They're out there doing their thing. But, but he slips up on a regular basis. You know, do you think he's depressed about how he's doing? He's got to feel kind of shitty because he was the front runner, at least in some of these polls. Well, you know, he's got to feel kind of shitty that Barack Obama hasn't put his arms around him and lifted yeah, him up. That's a, that's, that tells you something. What does it tell us exactly? That Barack is not interested in Biden being president so mm, much. I guess not. He was the front runner until he talked Biden. He shouldn't have. He should never have spoken. He should have stayed home. <laughs>
He should have just sat there and said... He was running really well right. when nobody knew what he was all about. Bloomberg, too. He should never have taken that debate stage. <laughs> well, Bloomberg should keep making those commercials yeah. as if he's in a debate. That's right. <laughs> in fact, he should just stand at the podium and play commercials to answer everybody's questions. That's right. Actor yeah. Jesse Smollett. We need a candidate like that Penn and Teller guy. The Teller Penn. guy. Yeah. No, no Penn Teller. Talks. Teller's the one who's silent. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Jesse Smollett has pleaded not guilty to charges brought by a special prosecutor alleging he staged a racist and homophobic attack on himself one year ago. So they, I guess, will have to go to trial. Wouldn't it be funny at the debate if Biden only responded in mime, like he wore those white gloves and the makeup and started doing like, you know, like he's trapped in glass? Oh, my goodness. I don't know what Biden could do now. Right. All right. Anything else, Robin? And a poll of the Texas primary shows that it is a do or die state for Democratic presidential candidate Mike Bloomberg, they're saying. Right. In the March 3rd Super Tuesday primary, they think that if Bloomberg doesn't do well, have a good showing that he might be out of the race. So uh, the group... He should buy Texas, and then he would win. (laughs) The group of um, Democrats is beginning to dwindle, which is a good thing. Right. Uh, Mardi Gras kicking off in New Orleans, so a lot of people headed to Mardi Gras down there. And Metallica is hitting the eject button on a couple of appearances this summer. The metal icons announced they wouldn't be playing at the Sonic Temple or Louder Than Life festivals as their frontman, James Hetfield, continues his recovery from a relapse last fall. You got to love James. Always of got course. So he's got something going on. He keeps it interesting. He's keeping it real. <laughs> All right. There you go. Or not. That's it. That's what's happening. Thank you, Robin. All right, Robin. Uh, I will leave you with these words. 